BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Pennies Going In Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed in the following podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide education and entertainment about the financial industry and the stock market. Enjoy! On this episode of Pennies Going In Raw, we discuss volume and a tough week. You find out life's this game of pennies. Oh, you guys know we only have a 40% runner. Hello, 40% is a killing. We've been compliant for too long. It's time we go to war. I don't have a Roth. You know so much about the market that his brain doesn't have enough room for grammar. Hey, who told me about IDEX? It's going up a shit ton now. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. Four fucking percent. You asked the exact same question with two words (laughs) different. It's like, man, I just got dick whipped for like 20%. And now that f***er's up like 50. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. I'm just making this voice memo to call out unusual whales to a fight. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Pennies. 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 Going in raw. Featuring Dan. Deity it dips. And Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny. And Christian. Let's Let's go, go, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Pennies Going In Raw. Today is Sunday, November the 21st. And man, it has been financially a devastating week for at least me. You know, I even on the Wednesday episode, I remember we recorded on Tuesday and I was like, you know, this RGS, like it had hit 390 back down to like this 350 range. I was like, good entry. It's back at two fucking 80. Let me tell you, I didn't fucking hedge myself with much more than uh, $2 off Supercuts coupons. So not the fucking best of weeks. However, life goes on, obviously. How did you f- handle this week? I mean, it's just like sell-offs were crazy. The downtrends were insane. It's It was just like the bleeding just didn't stop. It's, it's remarkable. Yeah, no, no, no. This is one of my worst weeks. Uh in inside recent memory this is i can't wait for i can't wait for the week to end personally uh i mean even even like some of my swings that that get good news i mean like i'm literally watching it. it's friday at uh 10 13 about to watch it go red it was up five percent like i i just can't I, I just can't fathom it but uh yeah what are you gonna do right you can't uh 
Damn, I'll tell you that. a couple things I'm thinking about doing. Um, <laughs> but no, but it, oh it is God, wild, yeah. wild to think about. Like, I mean, even on, on Wednesday, we just talked about knowing when to pull out of a hot market. And I don't want to be, you know, the, the British are coming. I'm not Paul Revere on a horse, but do we need to be afraid of anything? I mean, for 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 my sanity, at least. Nah, I mean, we're we're feeling like this downward pull again, but uh, but that's OK. I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you just have to be smart until things get hot again. I don't know when things are going to get hot again, but, um, you know, you just have to be smart about it. You know, like one of the things I like to do is that uh, go through different swings and ones that, you know, maybe I'm not as high conviction on. I just cut them. You know, I cut back my size a little bit, actually a lot of bit. I cut back my size. Yeah. I mean, I, I did, I did the same shit. Like, you know, I hate being the person that's, you know, potentially selling bottom, but I mean, just scaling out as it's tanking. Fuck man. It like, if you notice that obvious downtrend and you don't want to like think of it the same way as a stock going up. You know, you're scaling out because if it keeps going up, you want to still have some on the table. And if it does go down, at least you have some profits. It's the same way when the stock's on a downtrend. If you take some off, yeah, it fucking blows because you, you feel like you're selling the bottom. But next week when it's down another 10%, won't feel so bad. It's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. So I, like I said, is that I pretty much size back, you know, only high conviction swings two weeks ago, you could basically play anything and you could chase anything. Now it's more the other side where it's like, you know, you don't take more things than you take. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, it's really is just one of the weeks where you just gotta be like, Hey man, love what you do. Um, <laughs> but Oh my God. No. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, just, just one of them. But, uh, what, what do you think? Like if you were to look back on the week, aside from just sell everything on Monday, is there anything you would tell? I know we just did. What would you tell yourself five years ago? What would you tell yourself five days ago? Uh, go all cash and walk away for the <laughs> week and go buy a Ferrari instead of doing this. <laughs> no shit, dude. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a no-brainer. I'd be, I'd be happy in summer for already yeah. driving around. It's been yeah. forever. I just got the new Xbox in, and uh, and just because I saw Halo came out, so I was like, "Fuck it, gotta gotta get it." And uh, you know, shout out the supply chain. Had to buy it for twice retail price on eBay. Jesus, I, it was it was such a tough week. I was like, "Yeah, I do want a racing game." I look at Forza. I'm like. It is not a it is not a Forza week. That bitch was like ninety bucks <laughs> for like oh the my God. Yeah, and all the expansions and shit, man. Just not this week, Forza. Maybe next week. I'll tell you what. I spent uh, I spent fifty dollars on a Madden pack yesterday, and I was like, oh, I was like, add it. You know, like I I, I was proud because yesterday wasn't a six figure red day, which uh, the previous days all had been, and uh, so I was feeling good about myself. You know, I was feeling like uh, like that was a win. I think it was yes yesterday and Tuesday, man. We're just. Every, Brutal. I think, I think this whole week, Monday was my reddest day at that point. Tuesday and was, Monday was terrible. Tuesday was, was almost twice that bad. Wednesday, it took a step back. I was like, Hey Dan, here's just a average red day. And Thursday was like, 
I'm back, like Cam Newton and fucking Carolina. I'm back, dude. It was yeah. fucking awful. It was. I mean, this week was just terrible. Also, can we just talk about it for a second? I, I, this week I despise Twitter. Like I didn't, I didn't go on that often. But uh, I don't know what. I truly don't know what's worse: finance bros or traders. They're so fucking emotional. I mean, I go on Twitter and it's all like, it's all hate. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's at one, you have one side saying shit like, uh, you know, you have one side coming at like day traders and you have the other side coming at people that just come at traders and it's just so ugly. You have people going at crypto, you have crypto traders going at, you know, equity traders and you have everybody going at the hedge fund. I mean, it was disgusting. This Dude, week. you cannot have a good day when the market is bad or you will get fucking slaughtered on social media. Like, oh, yeah. hey, you're having a smile on your face. Well, I'll have you know, I just lost my farm, my agricultural home ground. <laughs> I'm like, damn, dude, but chill, chill even out. Even like, like I donated to, to some GoFundMe or something, and the guy wanted, he like basically asked for more. I was dude, like, hey, man, the, what? I know, I, I know we just had uh, Carrie Palmer on, and uh, he had his charity, and I, I tossed them 100 bucks, and... I might, hey, Carrie, I might need that. I might need that back. <laughs> we'll see how today ends. How this Friday ends. Yeah. yeah dude, I, dude, last night I was like, I'm just withdrawing 20K just because I'm like, I don't even know. There was no justification. I was just drunk and like sad. But the heat's not on inside my apartment. There's just, there's just no way. Yeah, I got a hat on. I got a. It's not a good week, man. Nobody. Not a good week. Oh, it's a terrible week. Terrible and week. It, did this happen due to. Just bad. It seemed like volume wasn't there, and it just seemed like everything was on a downtrend. Yeah, well, I mean, it comes back to the saying that, that we always use: is that like expect the unexpected. Like, uh, you know, we prepare for the for the hot weeks for, because when it's hot, you know, we can make tons of money. But then when it's hot, we prepare for the cold weeks because we know the cold weeks are coming. But uh, yeah, so it comes back to what, as I was saying, it comes back to what we always talk about: is that when it's really cold. We prepare so we can flip that switch on when it's hot. And then on the flip side, when it's hot, even if it's only for two weeks, we prepare for the cold because, you know, like we've seen is that. Well, I didn't bring a fucking blanket this time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but it's what we talked about. I mean, it's truly what we talked about. Thank God we have like some some kind of risk management because (laughs) literally what we talked about three weeks ago was that. The people that are going to get smoked are the people that are chasing, chasing right now and are doing well because that's going to create a bad habit. And then they're going to chase stuff like this week and they're going to get smoked. I mean, LVGN is like the only runner off the top of my head that I can think of that like truly has runs at the past week. Other than that, like those are the people that get smoked. I don't think it was enough time per se uh, for people to quote unquote create bad habits. But if you got into that cycle where you were chasing, 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 then uh, you know you definitely could have, you you definitely could have potentially got yourself into a bigger rut than uh, Dano and I did, and we got ourselves into a nice rut this week. Yeah, no, dude. It, for me, it was just swings that I was up a good bit on, and it's like, 
it was just like, okay, well, there goes Friday's gains, and Friday was amazing. There goes Thursday's gains, and Thursday was really good. There goes, and I was just like, damn, all those good weeks. And, it, and I feel like the risk management was there. Yeah, sorry, guys, this episode has just turned into me venting. Uh, but no, I mean, it, it's, you know, it seems, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you're like, the risk management was there, but it's just like, still green on them, but fuck me. You know, it's like, yeah. and some, you know, thank you. Like, thankfully I'm such a, a scale out guy or I would have just been, just been demolished. Cause like back to RGS, I've been like, when I said three fifty or three, I was, I was re adding there from some of my scale outs. I was like, this, this is going to be good. Now I'm like, well, 280 is not looking hot. If this doesn't hold, yeah, I'm super fucked. <laughs> super cuts. I'm about to super cut this stop. <laughs> <laughs> it, but, that was, that's pretty. I mean, you said it best. I think I gave up like a month's worth of gains this week. Just about. Yeah, like a month's worth of gains. And like you said, it wasn't necessarily losses. It was just uh, swings that was up on just got smoked. I mean, literally just got smoked. Yeah. It was like it took two months to... Uh, it took two months to get up there. And then this week it was just, let me retrace all the way back down. Yeah. Now it's, uh, it's, it's, it's impressive sometimes, but, uh, now, I mean, back to what we were saying about like what caused it. I mean, you talked about, there's only one runner. Is there anything else you can kind of look at in the beginning of the week to kind of say like, you know, maybe not. Uh, yeah. I mean the runner, the runner has a lot to do with it. I, I talk a lot about relative volume uh, because relative volume to me is is everything. Um, if there's no high relative volume, then then there's no runner, in my opinion. Um, I mean, L- we talked about LVGN was one of the only things that really ran this week, and that thing traded a hundred times its float. Uh, I mean, that's ridiculous. So, <laughs> I mean, so I, I and then I don't think that it trades its float every day. So, if let's just say that it traded, uh, you know, fifty percent of its float every day. And, you know, that means I had traded 200 times its relative volume. And I mean, so that so that should have been like a pretty good indication that that it was going to go even even if the news was bad, even if the news was good, something trading its flow 100 times or 200 times relative volume uh, <laughs> is going to be something that probably has a pretty big move one way or the other volume precedes price action. So you know, back to what we were saying, it, it definitely, for me, it's all about relative volume. But in addition to that, I think looking at, you know, the, the calendar, uh, FOMC, uh, CPI, things that could move the market in, in a pretty big direction, you know, inflation updates, stuff like that. That's what's also going to be important. Other than that, though, I think it's pretty much like, like the small cap runners. Yeah. However, though, I feel like, you know, I mean, I hate to be the the person that's that's just like too blindly optimistic, but it does feel like a lot of these now that it's finally Friday are kind of basing out. I mean, it's not like the bleeding you saw Monday through Thursday, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I think for, for me, it was just tough because it wasn't losses. It was just the gains that we had on those stocks. I mean, RGS, RGS was tough. I had some RGS with you. I mean, that one was tough. Sorry, bud. Uh, BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. No, 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 it's okay, dude. I didn't even want three Honda Accords. <laughs> hey, I'll keep, I'll keep my ideas to myself, man. Those are very gas-efficient no, cars. You could have given three of our listeners Honda Accords. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. If we didn't, if we, y'all should have told us not to trade this week, and we could have had some really fucking sick giveaways. I literally was thinking about that on my walk this morning. On my walk this morning, I was like, "Oh man, like it's so cool." Like what Mister This Beast podcast is. This podcast is giving away fucking cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I was thinking about. I was like, "Wow, like, like I, like I wish I could do like what Mister Beast does." And I was thinking about it. And I was like, oh, "If God. I just took what I lost this week, started up a YouTube channel, and was like, hey, everybody, come here.' Like here's you know six figures, or here's almost seven figures. Oh, oh, that hurts to say. Come here, and you you have a potential to win it. Like we could probably get get like yeah ten thousand people to show up i think oh god damn it you remember i was just talking about like 10 minutes ago how how i'm literally watching one of my stocks with news go go red red. it just went red yeah it just went red um so you had a bad day i listened to that song uh yesterday or two days ago it was that bad daniel powder shout out uh so i hate the stock market we should have been crypto traders what are we doing? What are we doing? Dude, after, okay, look, awesome. man, the Staples Center was called the Staples Center for 22 years, okay? It's it's now the Crypto.com Center. Okay, let me do some math for you. If we even oh, get wow. half of that, 11 years of the crypto, dude, Bitcoin, 500K, easy, right? <laughs> you buy some Bitcoin? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah yeah dude I mean, there's shit like that seems- though i mean like fucking i don't i'll be completely honest i don't know if staples center if it's like staples is that it like office depot um but like <laughs> no, you should go into real estate <laughs> no i went out down to the basketball court in my apartment building yesterday and i know one career path i can't take <laughs> my jump shot is bad bro okay well since uh it's, it's one of those weeks where our accounts are basically back to a beginner level i think we should talk about volume from a beginner standpoint you know whether it comes to candlesticks and candle dick in my account down or whatever volume the meat and potatoes of the episode so i mean i guess when you're you know you wake up we always say volume precedes price action can you kind of like dip into that what does that even mean and uh also if anyone's you know wondering uh come over to the youtube he's standing up in gray sweatpants right now you know what that means (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah dude i got a whole gray on (laughs) dude i'll gray everything bro all right uh, where were we? Sorry for I, dude. I'm exhausted, honestly. Oh man, I I went to bed like four hours ago. 
Uh, I know. So- I woke up and you were going to fucking bed. <laughs> I, I, truthfully, I hate those nights because, because I, I hate those nights because I, I don't know what, what you did to like, what do you do for, for all that time? Like you're gaming, you're out, you're dude. Like Zach you're, likes to know. hang out, man. And I, you know, I just, I just tag along and <laughs> it just last night there, there, no Zach, but still very the, dude. Ever since I moved to a city, there's just shit to do every night. And people are like, yo, yeah, Dan, do you want to do it? And, and what am I going to say? No. I mean, it. I I don't. I can't, man. <laughs> People are like, dude, you know, you're you're really go. You, you blah, 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 blah. I'm like, look, man, I'm up at nine thirty in the morning on a Friday recording a podcast. So, <laughs> all right. But, what do we? What we're going to talk about? With volume, volume, baby, dude. Volume precedes price action. You say it all the time, but if you didn't yeah. listen to episode four, you don't know what that means, man. What's that mean? Oh, well, let me. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> your stocks are going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. You are poor. <laughs> Did you forget risk management? Maybe you should make the podcast about risk management. Yeah. yeah. Dumbass. Since you have none, nerd. <laughs> stupid. Okay, so, stupid. Uh, I looked up volume on uh, Google and it said a book forming part of a worker series. So. Yep. I don't think it's that one. Hang on. <laughs> Let me look up volume. The next one's going to be like how loud something is. <laughs> volume measures the number of shares traded in a stock or contract traded in futures or options. Volume can be an indicator of market strength as rising markets on increasing volume are typically viewed as strong and healthy. When prices fall on increasing volume, the trend is gathering strength to the downside. Uh, that's from Investopia. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, wow, that was that was really long winded to say volume precedes price action. What we're kind of seeing inside the market right now, if if you guys pull up spy and of course have a volume bar up with it, is that we're kind of seeing like this slow kind of pull upwards, and, and it's kind of just like a, like th- that's where the melt up can be dangerous, especially for shorts, because. What ends up happening is that it's on such low volume that, uh, I mean, this thing can continue. I mean, the SPY hit 472. SPY can definitely hit 500. I mean, it's just like this slow volume melt up. The good part, I mean, the, the, the great part is that everyone's 401ks do really well. The, the other part to this is that, uh, is that there usually becomes such a disconnect like we saw inside the past, inside the market. So it, that's the only thing is that is that if volume did come in around the end of the year to spy and when I say volume, I mean like any kind of significant volume, then uh, we could see kind of like what was it last October when the election was, and we kind of saw like that uh that pullback inside the market. You know, that's something that that we could see with spy because it is such a low volume melt up. So it. Again, it's great because it's, you know, who doesn't love when their 401k is up? The bad part is that if any volume came in, then we could easily, you know, it, I think the expression that we used last year was uh, it'd be like a knife cutting through butter. You know, it wouldn't take much, especially being at all time highs, it wouldn't take much to bring SPY down five, six, seven percent. 
um, you know, maybe, maybe a slow melt up for two months, uh, for a week to bring it down. Kind of like what happened with our swings. Uh, you know, our swings had this nice little melt up and then, uh, it, it literally felt like it took nothing to bring them down. So it's one of those things where it, it, if I'm trading small caps, let's take it from a day trader's perspective. If I'm a day trader inside this market right now, I'm going to be super specific. Things only trading 50 times relative volume. Again, I keep coming back to it, but if you take this week, uh, what is this, November 18th or whatever, if you take November 8th, the week of November 18th, then uh, LVCN was your wand. Uh, it traded 100 times the float, and I don't know what the relative volume was, but the relative volume was probably two or three hundred times the uh the average daily volume so with that being said is that 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 was your trade for the week you could have made your week you know two thousand three thousand dollars just on that stock that thing was basically creating support and just trapping shorts trapping shorts um so from the day trader side be super specific because there's not a ton of opportunities out there. I think we literally talked about it last week that there was like 10, 15 different opportunities that, that I was seeing on a daily basis. Now we're in the next week. Indiana uh, Jones fucking in the middle of the forest searching for a needle in a haystack out there. Exactly. And, and there's literally one opportunity that I saw this week. So uh, from the day traders perspective, so, uh, so, uh, but that's the cool thing about the market, right? Like, like, even though like I have bags underneath my eyes cause I'm stressing out about all this shit and you know, and like I got smoked this week, like that is the really cool thing because two weeks ago it was super hot. And I mean, anything that you touched was going up. Now you come back and anything that you touched was knifing and you felt this downward pull inside small caps. Uh, from a large cap perspective, you know, a, a spy is on this slow volume melt up, but Everything else is kind of disconnected. You know, I mean, uh, what was it? Facebook got smoked. You know, that gave an opportunity. I, meta. I, missed, I missed the yeah, meta. Oh, my God. I Come on, bro. Meta. Come on. I know. I know. When's the ticker change? I have uh, no idea. Man. First week of December. <laughs> No, but there, there were definitely opportunities out there, but I was, I was so focused inside small caps and I had so much of my book on the street inside small caps that I missed the Facebook, Amazon opportunities. Uh, I mean, even spy when spy pulled back last time, I, I was like joking around with uh, one of my friends and said like, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna throw a hundred grand in like, in like uh January options, like five, five twenty options. And, uh, honestly, like that, that would probably wouldn't have been the worst idea. Cause now we're seeing 472. Uh, and what were we at? Like 440, two or three weeks ago. So it, it's, it's the really cool thing about the market is that it's ever changing. Uh, it's great for us because there's tons of contact, uh, contact, there's tons of content. And, uh, recently I've really felt like my trading has been one step forward or really two steps forward, two steps back. And, uh, I thought that was finally breaking out of that and then this week happened and uh and now it's definitely two steps back so but but again that's the really cool thing uh you know is that we're not coming to the market and it's like boom instantly no matter what we do during the day three hundred dollars that's the really cool thing that's the really suck ass thing Overall, sorry, I got super off topic, but overall, if I was a day trader, be super specific right now until we see two or three big runners. From a swingers perspective, it has to be high conviction only. 
So super high conviction, like uh, I talk a lot about the matrix. The matrix is is something that that I use to determine um, my confidence level, my sizing, and uh, the overall potential of the stock or the equity, whatever it is. And um, so right now, so two weeks ago, I probably would have taken anything on the scale from 60 and above. Now it's got to be anything above 75.80. And, uh, and what I mean by that is that it has to be, the chart has to be set up, the management team has to be good. It has to have a really good catalyst, like a fundamentally changing catalyst. So when I say that, I don't mean like uh, like they're starting preclinicals. That's not fundamentally going to do anything for the company. But uh, you know, them announcing a new purchase order for twenty million dollars or two hundred million on a market cap of five hundred million, that's something that's fundamentally going to impact the company. So it has to be something that is like actually going to I'm I'm now just repeating myself but it has to be a good catalyst so I'm only taking high conviction swings and on top of that the thing that the thing that kind of got me this week was that it was that we always talk about never add 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 and because the last two three weeks were so hot yeah you the price action almost gets thrown out the window just because you're like you know, it gets hard, especially like how we've been talking about like all the IPOs being hot on them. There's no fucking price action at all because they just came out. You know, it's like you're you only know what you know. And when you're looking left and there's only a week and a half there, man, it, it gets gets tough. But, you know, I guess I guess on those, that's where the DD comes. Yeah. In. Yeah. No, exactly. And, and that's the thing is that is, is again, is that. Is that it has, so? It has to be super high conviction, and, and like we just talked about, I got into the one thing that I say that I, never to do: add, 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 add. It's like two weeks, and and I'm and I go on like rookie mode in Madden. You know, it's like it's like, like I, yeah, I, I you're would, like don't build up bad habits, and here we are, fucking buy, 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 buy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's red two percent buy, red ten percent buy, buy. You know, I'm getting bigger and bigger. Uh, great like, oh my goodness, man! But that's again, that's the super cool thing. Like uh, I got asked recently, do I feel like I have any anything left to learn inside the market? And <laughs> apparently, I, 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 yeah. Well, I laughed and I said, honestly, I don't feel like I know. I don't. I know a lot because there's always because obviously you know we we hear the same things over and over again. But there's always so much to continue to get better at. Like uh, how many times have we said on this podcast, don't add 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 add, wait for confirmation, and then this week I'm down six figures because all I did was add 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 add. I'm like, add. damn, why why am I so exposed to the market? And it's like, oh, because yeah. I kept fucking adding. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, shit, I got 50,000 extra shares. Yeah, yeah. exactly. On di- yeah, you know, like my position sizing is triple what it should be. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I, I think that, but, but uh, I, it's just like, I'm thinking to myself, like, what a dumbass. Like, what, literally, what a dumbass. Uh, but you know what? I I feel like people are going to stop listening because two weeks ago or what was it? Three weeks ago, I freaked out about a day trade. Now we're talking about how we're creating bad habits. People are going to like, uh, Hey man, we're just, we're just in it for the, well, money, hey, the let's, podcast money. Let's, let's delete this one. We'll scratch it. We'll go back and be like, dude, this week fucking rocked. I'm up, dude. I'm up a million bill. Dude, actually like scratch 50. that a billion. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, tell iHeart I don't need any more money. Before, like, yeah, we're giving them money. <laughs> 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 Dude, 
Yeah, dude, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm giving someone money. If this is a fucking zero sum game, I'm giving it to somebody. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, if this is a zero sum game, somebody's just sitting on the other side of our trades, just laughing. They're making racks. What if you could like track your actual shares? Like, like where like they I go? Had, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had share yeah. number 2,000 of 5 million. I'm like, that oh shit, so one sad. of my boys is holding 20,000 of my shares. I just dumped on their heads. My bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but so, so we went over day trading, went over swing trading. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. And then the last thing that I'll, that I'll say is, is that we're going into a holiday week. Um, you know, the market is. Yeah, what are on you Thursday. thankful for, asshole? Not yeah, much. I'm thankful that I still have an account after this week. <laughs> I'm thankful for maybe being able to cancel my lease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're going into a holiday week. Thursday, there's no trading, and Friday's a half day. So I hate to say this, but next week probably is going to be lower volume uh, from a spy. Per- yeah, I know. From a spy perspective, it probably just continues this low volume melt up because, again, it's it's usually a low volume week. So what's going to I mean, I, I honestly don't see this melt up stopping on spy. And if it dips, I probably will grab some calls um, for like early December. But for the small cap world, you know, I'm hoping that we get some runners. But I do know that a lot of people take off next week. Yeah, Black Friday really is buying opportunities in the stock market as well. It's not a yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. No, you're right. And and speaking of Black Friday, is that um is that usually you know I, I want to use this word carefully, but usually the retail stocks run at some point during next week. Uh, and when I say next week, I mean Black Friday. Oh yeah, retail. Yeah, retail. The, like last yeah. year, we had like the JC Pennies and shit mm-hmm. going fucking bonkers. That yeah. may have not so, have been this late in the year. That may have been bad. I do remember JC Penney's going nuts. No, exactly. So I'll be. So I'll have that basket of watch list up, and uh, if they start to get hit, you know, I'll I'll be there. I'll be there to uh, to grab them. I mean, anybody, any any, you know, I mean. I can post my uh, watch list if people want, but I'll have the retail watch list up. If any of them start to, you know, get a volume spike, you know, they start to, their price starts to increase, 
rapidly i'll be there i'll just accumulate the basket and just chill risk uh, are you because- how are you handling your risk on this i mean like right as we're like hey man we're gonna kind of chill we're lo- even though it's, it's a not- completely new trade and it may be yeah. a day trade or whatever do you what how do you do a stop loss on those because those, those can have the rug pulled pretty quick i mean if they're just like oh hey, yeah i mean that running up for retail running for black friday is very similar to being like oh well shake shack will run because it's lunchtime yeah, no, 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 you're you're right. And it's the same thing like the wing index runs uh, most Super Bowls. Like the week before the Super Bowl, the wing index runs. And ga- gambling stocks right before the Super Bowl, you know, all that shit. Yeah. And, and so and so so the way that I'll handle that is that is that I totally it won't be a risk on situation. Like I won't be having like 30% of my account in in retails just waiting. No, no way. It'll be like one of them goes 30%. I'll accumulate the rest. Let's just say that I want 10% of my account in there. So I'll take five of them. I'll take five different retailers and uh, similar to like themes when themes run 2% across the five different tickers. And then, uh, and then I'll have a strict stop loss because most of the time what ends up happening is that they either go or they don't. I mean, well, I, that sounds so stupid. That sounds <laughs> or, like or uh, stay the, the same. Even, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The stock could go up or down. Uh, <laughs> but, not financial advisor. However, yeah. <laughs> I do know this. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but most of the time is that is that they really go or they dump um, because it, it's kind of similar to like a like a pre earnings run up once that they already kind of had probably had a little bit of a run up um, by the time that I'm accumulating them again, because I don't want to just sit there and wait because if the theme doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But if one of them goes, let's just say one of them goes 30% almost instantly, the other ones will be up five, 6%. So I'm already buying at a premium. So if I'm buying at a premium, I, I, you know, you have to keep it in mind that you're buying uh, at, at that premium rate. So if if it just goes back to even, you're already down five percent. So again, the way that I'll handle it is that let's just say I wanted to take ten percent of my account, I'll take five of the tickers that I know best that that usually run, and uh, I'll spread two percent across those, and uh, I'll have a strict stop loss. Um, and, and I won't touch them until one of them goes 25%. And that gives the best risk to reward by far gives the best risk to reward. And if one of them runs, uh, based on like, uh, based on like some other news, because what ends up happening and when, what usually makes them run is that one of them releases a press release, like, Hey, we're expecting this many, this much in sales for black Friday, uh, compared to last year, this is what our sales were. So let's just say, uh, like, I think I forget the ticker, but uh, I think they said that they were expecting 6 million in sales and the year prior, they only did 4 million. So that's a pretty good increase in sale or expected sales. So that one ran. Uh, so if something like that happens and that comes out, then that's when I would be interested in accumulating the rest of the retailers. Okay. Well, we've done our, uh, our time today and, uh, you know what I'm thinking about with Shake Shack running at lunch and retail running on black Friday, Thanksgiving's coming up. You know what everyone gets before Thanksgiving a haircut and lemon <laughs> super cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Please go up. Um, any, any who's in, um, I hope everyone has a good Friendsgiving. Uh, we should see you Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. So you can play our podcast 
at Thanksgiving. Exactly what your grandmother would love as she's preparing your cranberry avocado sauce. Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, do the pilgrims have that? Was that at the first pilgrims? supper or whatever? Yeah, yeah. The first supper. Is that like right <laughs> after the last supper? <laughs> dude, you're you're on the Bible, dude. We're in this is like uh this is like sixteen hundred, man. Uh it's like a few years later. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, dude, look, regardless, uh people got betrayed at both of them. Uh, sure. Yeah, I think. Fuck, man. You, you know, I have much Pocahontas in a while. Um, Pocahontas. Yeah, John Wayne <laughs> and the Pilgrims. Was from the Disney movies? There's no fucking way, dude. Literally, the dude. Okay, I was about to. Be like, <laughs> I was like, no way, dude. Oh, you need, dude. Her man's like basically in charge of saving America and shipping off tobacco. Like he was like, yo, I know we're not allowed to sell tobacco because that's like y'all's thing, but I'm gonna do it anyways. And uh, yeah, shout out that guy because America's popping now. Look at us. Look at us thriving. Who would have thought? Not England. Um, <laughs> not me. Uh, yeah, dude. I, a couple weeks ago, I had people coming over randomly to take shots to celebrate stocks going up so much. Now they're coming over to drink our sorrows away. So <laughs> hopefully it'll all turn Help around. With resumes. Yeah, but uh, love you guys. We'll, uh, see you Wednesday. Penny's Going in Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.